Wake up. It's the morning motivation with Brittany Daniel. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Thursday. It's August 18th. 18th. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys are blessed. I hope you guys are just having an amazing, wonderful day. If this is your first time watching, good morning. My name is Brittany Daniel. I am the host of Morning Motivation and just this beautiful, beautiful uh, podcast. Today, we are going to continue reading A Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Again, enter to win your free book by going to BrittanyTheHost.com. Um, and if you are new, this is just where you can get your daily dose of motivation. So we go live every single weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. So if you are new, let me know in the comments where you're watching from. If you are part of my, part of my morning motivators, my, my, my motivation crew, you already know, go ahead and put your shout outs, your more good morning shout outs in the comment box. Love to say good morning to you. Um, again, we are reading from Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. And today's chapter, y'all, we are on day eight, Hunty. This is episode 151. Isn't that crazy? Episode 151, yet 150 was yesterday. Some of us have been together for 151 days. So for those of you who've been rocking or who came along in the midst of it all, thank you so much. Um, to my Patreons, I had I uploaded a, a, a Patreon last night around nine o'clock. So there is a new Patreon with some great stuff. Thank you. Love you too, love. Thank you, Mariah. But uh it's a new Patreon with with some with some with some good uh believe with a good message, give you a little bit more insight of what's going on behind the scenes. Super excited, but it's there. Do not forget to like this video, you guys. Do not forget to subscribe to my channel. Do not forget to share these morning motivations with anybody who may be interested. Um, before we get started, actually, let's just do that. Let's just do what we do every day. Let's pray, do the shout outs, and then we'll get into it. Um, if you are not religious or spiritual or you do not subscribe to the Christian faith, I hope that you will stick around anyway. Yes, we talk about Jesus. Yes, we talk about the Bible. Yes, we talk about God and all that stuff because that's what I am called to do. Not a preacher or a pastor. <clears throat> However, I do believe it's a part of my purpose and why we do morning motivation, but I hope that you stick around anyway. I hope that you can get something out of this, no matter what your religious background is or your spiritual beliefs. I believe that anybody can learn from this. So I hope that it's okay that I pray for you anyway. Okay. Whew. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for waking us up again for another day. Thank you allowing for allowing us to fellowship on the internet. Thank you for allowing us to be able to do exactly what you have called us here to do. And I know some of us are learning their purpose for the first time, or some of us are even walking in our purpose already. Please guide our steps. Please bring in whomever we need to make things happen for us. If we are lacking money, please make a way so that we can prosper and do the things that we are called to do. All good people should be abundant. And I want all of my morning motivators to be abundant in all aspects of life. I pray that any ailment, any disease, any just anything that's hindering any of my morning motivators from their true essence, their true greatness, from their higher self, that we remove those blocks. In your darling son Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. So before we get into it, this is this is going to be weird, okay? This is going to be weird. We've never talked about this before on Morning Motivation. Before we get into the book, um, I 
Oh, this is going to be interesting to share. Maybe I'll share this on Patreon. Yeah, I'll do it. I'm going to talk about generational curses on Patreon because I feel like this conversation may not need to be had in public. If you guys don't know, my Patreon is where I kind of I, I, I woosaw a little bit. I, uh, I, I speak some real stuff. Um, I let you guys know what's going on. But yesterday I had an encounter. And all I want to say is generational curses are real. They're not just things that people say. People can really be caught in a cycle of a generational curse, meaning if in the way you can you can figure this out. And again, I'll, I'll dive deeper into my situation and what happened to me on my Patreon. So you guys subscribe to that. But um, think about your lineage. Think about your your mother, your father, your grandfather on both. I mean, on both sides. Um, and, and look at patterns in your family. Say if you have three generations of money issues, there could be a generational curse, a money block. There could be a reason why you can't get to your, there could be a reason why you can't get to your blessings or something stopping you or you're like, what is this stagnant energy? I know what I want. I see it in front of me. I know God is preparing me for it. what is going on. Um, there could be blockages in your lineage that had nothing to do with you. Remember, we talked about a couple morning motivations ago. We talked about men cheating and how it doesn't always come back on you. It could come back on your your future generations, meaning your kids, your grandchildren, and things like that. That can also be true with other things. And although we believe in the Bible, and although we believe in God, and we believe in Jesus, and there's a lot of spiritual things that go on that people don't talk about and that are not even discussed. Well, at least I don't know. I've never heard discussed here or I've never been discussed in church. You guys, please hit the like button. So uh, we'll do that. We'll I'll go on Patreon. We'll talk about it. There is already another Patreon up. So I'll try to get that. But just pay attention. Start digging into your patterns. Start thinking about your your lineage and your generation things that are going on and really pray for clear clarity on that. I do want to say that because there were, I was, I, I'll get to it on the Patreon. So make sure you guys are subscribed to Patreon. I hate to tease y'all like that, but I feel like some conversations don't need to, I don't want to have in public, so to speak, because um, I, I just, everybody don't be on that type of time, but it is real. Generational curses are not just something that people just, oh, it's a generational curse. No, they're real. So make sure you think about your lineage. If you have any, if you were disconnected from your parents or your grandparents, this is the time to ask questions about them. This is a time to ask about their childhood. I'm going to get to the shout outs. I promise y'all. Um, this is a time to figure out what happened in the past. And anytime I have a coaching client who may not have the best relationship with their parents, I tell them, if you can stomach it, do it for yourself. For clarity, do it for yourself so you can figure some things out about yourself. Because the more you know about your lineage, the easier it is to pinpoint these things. If we do not know our grandparents, know nothing about them, our great grandparents know nothing about them, it can be blocking you from knowing information that you need to move forward in your life. Because generational curses, something could have happened to your grandparent that is now plaguing you. So it's definitely real, y'all. But again, I'll get to that on the Patreon. I do not want to have that conversation, but I will tell y'all what happened to me and what I discovered on my Patreon. Uh, if not today, tomorrow. Okay, I'll, I'll do that for y'all. Um, 
Shanta says, I always thought about my generational curse because everything can be going on, going right, but financial partially always falls short. Check if it, if it, you check which side of the fam. Okay. Dang. I want to talk about it. Let's do the shout outs real quick. Y'all let me know in the comments if y'all want to talk about it now. Cause we, okay. Good morning. Such a lady. <laughs> Good morning, Felicia. Good morning, Norma. Good morning, Nana. Good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Queen. Good morning, Turquoise. Good morning, Melanin, honey. Good morning. Um, um, you change your name. Grand Rising, Melanin Mafia TV. Good morning, Elle. Good morning, Mariah. Thank you so much. Love you too. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Cookie Monster. Oh, good morning. There's Melanin, honey. Sorry, girl. Oh, it's another person named Melanin. Melanin Mafia TV, good Grand Rising, and Melanin, honey. Good morning. My bad. <laughs> good morning, she Amber. Prayer changes things. Absolutely, Cookie Monster. Shanta said, good morning. Thank you, guys. Yes, hit the like button. Good morning, Marjorie. How are you? Good morning, Percy. Um, yes, I'm going to answer this question. Before we move on and get into today's topic, I am going to answer this question. It's a very, very important. Jador says, yes, generational curses are so real. Absolutely. Good morning, Mariah. Good morning, Touch of Terry can definitely be inherited. Absolutely. Okay. So I won't, I'll tell, I'll leave my story for Patreon. How about that? I'll leave my story for Patreon, but let's talk about it before we get into uh, this. So think about your lineage. Think about your, your, it's going to be either from one side of the family. And I've learned this recently. It's either going to be, think about who, if you have a financial issue, right? If you seem to not be able to pinpoint what's going on with your finances, even if you have money or there's always a lack or something that's going on in any area, it could be love. It could be finances, especially finances is a big one that we tend to notice. It could be peace. It could be stability. It could be any area in your life. But think about where an uh, area that you've really tried your hardest. I mean, you've meditated, you've prayed about it. You've done the inner work. You've done the meditation. You've done, 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 done. And you something still. Good morning, Michael. Something still isn't clicking, right? Energetically. And this is what this is the difference between being spiritual and being religious, right? Religion is a guideline. Religion is a text. Religion are rules to follow, ways to live our lives, to have the best life possible, right? That's what religion is. Religion is very different from spirituality. There are a lot of different levels and a lot of different elements to spirituality and a lot of things that to be honest, I don't believe the Bible digs into enough. It wasn't something that I was taught as a kid. It was something that I had to learn and research and discover. And you have to go on your own spiritual journey. I can't point you in that direction. I can't tell you what to read, what to believe. Um, all of that is for you and yourself to pray about, discover, let God lead you in the right direction. Let God bring the right people into your life. Make sure whoever speaks over you, though, you pray about that. And make sure that they believe in the Lord and Jesus and all of this stuff, because um, you can also have false prophets in your life that speak things into you. And I'll do that. I'll actually talk about that also on Patreon, because that 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 changed the trajectory of my life listening to a false prophet. Um, let me see. Shanta says my grandparents on both sides are not able to ask questions about my mom. But my mom did things financially wrong in her days. And the reason why I believe I'm going through it, I'm guessing for real. It may not be her, though. 
if you, and I want to know why you're not able to ask questions. They're not, oh, they're not available. Ask your parents. If you have an aunts, uncles, ask how they grew up. Ask like, what was your childhood like? Um, you know, did you get along with, with grandpa and grandma? Like ask little questions. You won't have to necessarily like, was there anything wrong? Ask how they grew up, what their circumstances were. Did they have a, like, what kind of lifestyle did they live? Right. They have a past. Ask if you have uncles, aunts, great aunts, like their siblings, if they're still alive, if a cousin is still alive that was around in their time, take some time if you have it. What I think everybody should do this for themselves. This is for you to get clarity on your life, what may be going on, what may be stopping you from your from what God has for you, or because curses are real, real, y'all. Evil is real out there in these streets. Okay. Um, also, don't forget that a lot of our bloodline, especially if you're an African American, has Indian or excuse me, Native American roots. They have Creole roots. You know what I mean? So we're we're not just oh slate, we're not just African slate. And then y'all, there's a lot that can go on in our lineage, our DNA, the gamut, right? But if you have opportunities to sit down and talk to somebody that was around when they were around or who knew them, um, ask them how their life was, ask them what they their day-to-day was. It definitely can be something that is stopping you from um, achieving. Now, that doesn't mean don't be proactive. Continue to do the work because what I believe whatever God has for you is going to happen for you. However, if you are trying to figure out why this thing isn't clicking for me, that might be some work that you need to do. But yes, figure out who they were, what was going on, how their childhood was, how they grew up. And also, if you have... Um, issues with connecting with your parents, that is a good thing to know as well. Because if you know that your grandparents weren't uh, loved properly or cared for properly or didn't have that type of energy given to them, that might be a reason why they weren't able to be the parent that you needed them to be. You guys always remember hurt people hurt people. Where there's lack, where there is no emotional stability, mental stability, where there's pain, where there's deceit, all of those things, it it it, it festers and it doesn't go away. It doesn't. Parents just so like, okay. I'm just I have my kids now, so I'm fixed. No, it doesn't work like that. You whether you want to or not, they take some of the negative and the good and they trickle it on down. That's why we have to be very careful when we start conceiving and breeding children. It's like we have to be very cognizant. And I'm glad our generation is really stopping a lot of the. A lot of the things that we uh, noticed and been through as people. Okay, so I'll get off that box. We'll get back into the thing. Thank you, Shanta, for being um, transparent with us this morning. Again, my story will be on Patreon before the end of the week. I posted a video yesterday to Patreon, so you guys check that out. Um, but I do definitely want to talk to y'all about that, but I'm going to leave it for Patreon. So subscribe, link down below. <laughs> All right, you guys. So let's dive into a purpose-driven life. Thank you for letting me uh, speak on that because I'm very, I, I, there are certain things I didn't find out until yesterday. And again, I will put that on Patreon. Thank you. Thank you for being transparent. And, and we, we was here this morning. Maybe that was just for you. <laughs> All right. So it says planned for God's pleasure. You were create, you created everything and this is for your pleasure and they exist 
and were created, Revelations 4.11, the Lord takes pleasure in his people. It says, you were planned for God's pleasure. The moment you were born into the world, God was there as an unseen witness smiling at your birth. He wanted you alive and your arrival gave him great pleasure. God did not need to create you, but he chose to create you for his own enjoyment. See, there goes another uh, feeling and emotion, enjoyment. Remember that God has all these positive, you know, these positive emotions. He can have the negative ones as well. You exist for his benefit, his glory and his purpose and his delight. Bringing enjoyment to God, living for his pleasures is the first purpose of your life. When you fully understand this truth, you will be you will never again have a problem with feeling insignificant. So knowing that you were made for God, I don't like really God's pleasures. I guess <laughs> The way that sounds, especially with today's day and age, y'all know people are people have uh, sexualized everything. Um, but for God's pleasure, I guess that's what this book says. Okay, you will have no problem with feeling insignificant. It proves your worth. If you are that important to God, and He considered you valuable enough to keep keep with Him for eternity. What greater significance could you have? You are a child of God and bringing and you bring pleasure to God like nothing else he has ever created. The Bible says because of his love, God has already dedicated. Oh, decided that through Jesus Christ that he would make uh, us his children. This was his pleasure and purpose. Very interesting. Good morning, authenticating beauty. One of the greatest gifts God, ha God has given you is the ability to enjoy pleasure. He wired you with five senses and, and emotions so you can experience it. Remember, we're in the likeness of him. He gave us five senses and emotions to experience it. He, wanted, he wants you to enjoy life, not just endure it. Okay, so when we be like, oh, the struggle, the struggle, God did not create us just to struggle. That's a part of the process to make us better. Iron sharpens iron. That's how we get our fortitude. That's how we appreciate things. That's how we grow. That's how we develop. Um, but he also created us to, to enjoy. Let's see. <clears throat> he wants you to enjoy life, not just endure it. The reason you are able to enjoy, enjoy pleasure is because is that God made you in his image. We often forget that the Bible, that, that God has emotions too. What I, what I say? What did I say? <laughs> Sorry, because I've never heard anybody say that. But me, I'm like, why do people think that God only has one emotion? Like, why is he not like, we're in the likeness of him. Wouldn't he be a lot like us? God has emotions too. Thank you. Sorry, I just feel... You know, when you, you've been knowing something for a long time and you feel vindicated, <laughs> that's how I feel right now. We often forget that God has emotions too. He feels things very deeply. The Bible tells us that God grieves, gets jealous and angry and feels compassion, pity, sorrow, and sympathy as well. Happiness, gladness, and satisfaction. God loves, delights, gets pleasure, rejoices, enjoys, and even laughs. So, yes, when we talk about God not 
liking all of his children. He loves us all. The Bible tells God loves us all. And, and just like if we do wrong, we ask for forgiveness because of the blood of Jesus. We can come back and be forgiven and God will take us back. That don't mean he like all his children. Some of y'all mamas and grandparents don't even like their kids, but they love them. They love them. Don't mean he likes all his children. Okay. Or children for those who don't know. Because that's like that's like us. We have family members that we love, but we do not like. That is very, it's very possible. <laughs> Bringing pleasure to God is called worship. The Bible says the Lord is pleased with pleased only with those who worship him and trust his love. Anything that you do brings pleasure to God is an act of worship. Anything that you do. Okay, so I love this because when I hear worship, I hear I think of praise and worship, right? I think of um <laughs> okay, that, you cannot text me when I'm on morning motivation. I can't read that, daddy. Um, bringing pleasure to his, bringing pleasure to God is called worship. So when I always thought about worship, I always thought about praise and worship, right? But I love that this says this. It says the Lord is pleased only with those who worship him and trust his love. Meaning whatever you do, when you bring pleasure to God is called worship. So if you're doing things that you're supposed to do, is worshiping God. So I love that. Doing the right thing um, when you're being challenged to, to say no, to walk away. That's uh, why so I say, men, when we talked about tests, remember the book talked about tests? When we are faced with the things that we continue to give into ourselves, like it doesn't go away until we literally say, nah, you know what I mean? Anything that you do brings anything you do that brings pleasure to God is an act of worship like di like a diamond. Worship is um, multifaceted. Mm. Worship is multifaceted. I never knew that. It would take volumes to cover all there is to understand about worship. But we'll but we will look at the primary aspects of worship in this section. All right. So. Let's look at the primary worship. Okay, so I'm going to skip around. That's why it's very important. If you want your own copy, the link is down below. I feel I find everybody should read this for themselves only because you might hear something I say. Maybe you'll get a little piece of it, right? If you read it, you can highlight, you can ingest, you can take your time, you can think about it. You It, it just hits different when you hold something and it's tangible. So the, it is down below. If you want your opportunity to win, go ahead and click the link excuse me, go to BrittanyTheHost.com, enter to win your free book. I am going to do a book giveaway tomorrow. Um, so let's see, it says, worship is far more than music. For many people, worship is just a, um, is just a synonym for music. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, praise and worship. I always thought if you worship God, you had to shout, you had to lift your hands and you had to sing. And, you know, that's what we were taught. You know, that's the only time in church, we were taught to worship God as like by lifting your hands, hollering out, thank you, Jesus. That's how I was taught to worship. So I love this. Um, worship is far more than music. For many people, worship is just a synonym for music. They say at our church, we have worship first, then the teaching. The This is a big misunderstanding. Every part of the church service is an act of worship. 
praying, scripture reading, singing, confession, silence, being still and listening to the sermon. That's something we don't do. That's something I never understood about black church is how are we supposed to hear the preacher if everybody yelling at the same time? You can't listen and, he, and talk at the same time. I never understood that. It was more so I felt like for the preacher to get, you know, feel good about what he was saying. That's just me. I would always just try to listen. I wasn't a real, I wasn't trying to shout, but that's just me. Being silent and listening to sermon, taking notes and giving an offering, baptism, communion, singing a commitment card or signing a commitment card and even greeting others in worship. Yes, 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 yes. Christians often disagree over the style of music used in worship. Okay, we don't have to get into that. And it says worship is not for your benefit. And then the, the, the Rick Warren, I guess, I didn't know he was a pastor. He says, as a pastor, I received, I received notes that say, I love the worship today. I got a lot out of it. This is another misconception about worship. It isn't for our benefit. We worship for God's benefit. When we worship, our, our goal is to bring pleasure to God, not ourselves. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Not ourselves. If you have ever said, I didn't get anything out of this worship today, you worshiped for the wrong reason. Told you this book be smacking you upside your head, don't it? <laughs> worship isn't for you. It's for God. Of course, most worship services also include elements of fellowship, um, edify, edification, evangelism, and there are benefits to worship, but we don't worship to please ourselves. Oh, I never heard that before. Oh, okay. So let's pause right there. What do y'all think? Let me know. Let me know. Okay. So, I okay, let's read this part. Worship is not a part of your life. It is your life. Worship is not just for church service. We are told to worship him continually and to praise him for, for sunrise to sunset. In the Bible, people praise God at work, at home, in battle, in jail, and even in bed. <laughs> Sorry, my mind. Praise should be the first activity when you open your eyes. I love that. I try to say thank you, God, for another day. In the morning... <clears throat> And the last activity, when you close them at night, David said, I will thank the Lord at all times. My mouth will always praise him. So in what ways are we going to praise God? What ways collectively, individually, what ways do you praise God on a consistent basis? I can't wait to get my morning motivation mug in the mail. Can't wait to get that one. Um, merch coming soon. What, what, how do you guys worship God on a day-to-day -day basis? What are the little things that we can do? I know showing up for morning motivation, because we always pray together, right? Um, but you know what? I've always done that for us. I never, I never thought about worship. I know we thank him. I know that that is for God. Like when we stand and we thank him and we hand out our heads and, or, or we thank Jesus or whoever you believe in, um, maybe you don't, you know, that's, that's spiritual journey you may be on, but how do you throughout your day, praise God? I know for me, what I try to do, and I'm not perfect, but I try to be a very pleasant person. When I see people, I try to smile at them. 
when somebody does something nice, I try to use my manners and thank you. Um, cause somebody said something very interesting that really struck home. I think it was Venetia in the comments after a morning motivation. And we talked about, we talked about Jesus, right? Or, or she was basically like when we were talking about, there's no way to get to me, but through my son. And then somebody made a point and they were saying how we're supposed to be Jesus like. So that may be a part of that, right? We're supposed to. And how was Jesus? He was pleasant, polite. Um, I know he wasn't no sucker though. I know he wasn't no doormat, <laughs> but I know that he walked around with probably high esteem, very polite person, basically treated people as though he wanted to be treated. And so when we live our life like Christ, that's how we're supposed to move, you know, cussing people out, uh, road rage, even though I'm a little guilty, a little road rage, road rage, being rude to one another in the streets, not putting your best foot forward at work, not doing your best or just not being pleasant. I will want, I want to say this for all the people listening. If you work in the customer, any kind of customer service industry and you do not want to be at work, please find another job. <laughs> if you have to deal with random people on a day-to-day -day basis that come to you, please find another job because you just make everybody else's day bad. So think about that. When you're at work, how, oh, Oprah said this. I didn't finish my statement, but Oprah said this. She said, be responsible for the energy that you bring into the room. Be responsible for the energy that you bring into the room. We have to learn to compartmentalize, right? Especially, especially women, I feel. I think men do great with this. Men can be upset and they can just like, you know, and I'm, this is a very generalized statement, by the way. So, but I feel like we have to do a better job if we're upset, if somebody made us mad, if our significant other, we broke up or whatever, we have to learn when to shut certain things off. That's why I'm a, a firm believer and you cannot give anybody your entire self because when you give somebody your entire self, one, that's for God and you. But when you give somebody your entire self, you give them permission to rock you and knock you off your square so that you cannot present yourself in the way that you need to present yourself. You know, just because somebody made you mad does not give you the right to force that energy on anybody else. To be in the likeness of Jesus or to, or to be God-like or Christ-like, I would say, because we can't be like God, but Christ-like is to be pleasant and learn that, you know, that energy is over there. Let me shut that there and let me focus on this. I love that quote too. Be responsible for the energy that you bring into the room. So just because you're having a bad day and you don't want to be at work or something your kids did or you're dealing with, y'all, we, we don't live in this world alone. It is not just about us. You know, I see people all the time in, in your mind. You may be the star of your own show, right? In your mind, you are the main character, which you're supposed to be. You're supposed to take care of yourself. You're supposed to show up for yourself. You're supposed to be your own best friend. So there is a certain level to that. That is very true. However, the world does not revolve around one individual person. Those people are very selfish. They only go around thinking about what's, what matters to them, treating others any kind of way, and just living life in their delight. The world was not created for neither, for now one of a. Had to get now one of. It was not made just for Yolanda. It was not made just for Shamber. It was not made just for me. It was not made just for, it wasn't made for one individual person. 
So when you operate in the world, everything that we do say and react to don't react. It affects everyone. It affects everyone. Like the young, the young lady who, um, and Lord forgive me for judging her, who had issues with her man and 90 at 90 miles per hour just went through an intersection because she was going through something. The nurse in California and killed innocent people and harmed innocent people and almost blew up a gas station. The world does not revolve around us. We can't just move and operate off of our feelings and emotions only. You do have to consider other people. You do have to move and operate and consider how your actions, how your uh, thoughts, opinions, and things affect people. You know, that's why I took some stuff down. I'm just like, you know what, that energy, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want to portray that energy. I don't want to give that energy out. So let me, you know what, I meant everything I said. But, you know, everything ain't for everybody. Everything ain't meant public. That's why I made the Patreon. If you want to know how I feel about some things, that's going to be in that. That's, that's like that's like behind the scenes in the house. We're going to keep that on Patreon because everything ain't for everybody. You know what I mean? So we have to be responsible for the energy. When you're interacting online, even if you get into, you have to be responsible for that. Can't be cussing people out. Y'all would have no idea some of the nasty things that have been said to me on this internet for no reason. Just for me by saying, oh, you know what? It's okay to be single in your 30s. <gasps> Blasphemy. I'm called all types of names, y'all. I've been, I have been called out my name, the gamut over a YouTube video. Something people do not have to watch. We have to be responsible with how we move, how we treat each other, what we do. And that and that's little. Imagine the things that people deal with on a day to day basis. If you have a, you work in a hospital, I could imagine all the energy that you're surrounded with on a day to day basis. Right. If you work, if you work in, in any type of um, emer- I know we, I had some morning um, some of my clients work in the prison system could imagine all the energy that's brought to them in that way you know and and things like that and everybody won't be as mature as you and i do believe those are tests as soon as you try to get over one thing or as soon as you think you've god'll test you again or maybe not god i don't know you'll get tested though you'll get tested if you're trying to be a faithful person and and and, and being an adulterer or or somebody that cheats is natural to you, natural because you've allowed yourself to continuously do it because you're going to be your habits. It's a habit. It's not how men are. It's a habit. I, I, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to settle for that. That's a habit. That's something you've given into time and time again, failing the test and failing the test and failing the test. As soon as you decide, hey, I'm not going to do this no more. Here comes the test. As soon as you decide to put the bottle down, hey, you know what? I'm going to back off at, of drinking. Here comes the test. As soon as you feel like, you know what? I'm not going to smoke. I'm not going to do that no more. I'm going to chill out. Here comes the test. As soon as you say, oh, I'm not going to date no more. I'm, I'm going to focus on God. I'm going to get my, I'm going to be celibate. Here comes the test. You know what? I'm, I'm going to do right by my money. I'm not going to spend my money frivolously. I'm going to budget and save like I'm supposed to, like I learned in 555, <laughs> the 555 transformation. Here comes the test. We are constantly 
tested. The universe, I feel like it's 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 the universe because I can't I can't blame this on. I don't want to put this on the big OG. I don't want to put this on our father because I don't know how he operates. I can't speak for him. But somebody up there that's doing something in the universe, I feel like we sitting up there like, okay. Hey, Brittany says she 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 going on a diet. She, Brittany says she's not gonna eat snacks no more. Let's see if she's serious. <laughs> Here comes the test. It's it's the same thing as like when you get in a new relationship, right? When you get into into a new relationship, it's like a bat signal gets sent out to all your exes. <laughs> it's like a bat signal. They're happy. They've moved on. They don't want you no more. It's like a bat signal. That's when you get the hey big head, random tell you ain't talked to this joker in years, months. And you happy you ain't thought about this person. Men, I'm sure this happens to y'all too. You ain't thought about this person. You ain't even here they come. Hey, just checking on you. How's everything going? It was good till you brought your little goofy self back into my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? I I think we just continuously get tested all the time. But we have to manage our energy. We have to manage what we do, what we say. And always remember, remember what the book told us, we, it's a test. So now that we know we're being tested, what are we going to do? It's like when you when you are in a place of lack, like maybe you need some money and an opportunity comes. It ain't it ain't really what you want. It's not the best opportunity, but it'll get you a little change and maybe you'll do it. Maybe you'll lower your standards to do it. Or you've been single for a long time and you just you just somebody you lord at this point just give me somebody so you lower your standards and you settle always remember we are always being tested don't fail the test don't fail the test when somebody you, you having a great day and here's somebody's little nasty energy you're being tested little test big test there's a whole bunch of tests going around always remember you are being tested thank you percy hey she amber um, let's see. Nana says, I like to praise God by making efforts to listen. Oh, effort to listen to people. I love that. That is so beautiful. Nana, that is beautiful. She says, I like to praise God by, by making an effort to listen to people. Sometimes people just want an ear to listen. Yes. And a lot of us, I can't speak for y'all. I have to catch myself. Sometimes I have to remind myself, Brittany, don't listen to respond. Just listen, especially as a coach. Right. I have to listen and intake. Listen and intake. So I love that. Love that. Yes. Always take care of yourself first. Always. It's just like going down in a plane because you can't be anything to anybody unless you take care of yourself. You have to put on your your safety mask first. You have to if the thing drops, what do they always tell you? Put yours on before you helping somebody else because you could die trying to help somebody else put their mask on. You have to take care of you. Nobody's going to take care of you like you take care of you. Unless you are fortunate enough to have a partner who will step in at your aid in your time of need. But if you are able-bodied, always take care of yourself. Percy says, I try to worship uh, God by seeing the God in everybody, even though it's hard at times. Yes. But sometimes I will say I've learned this for myself. Sometimes too much empathy is a bad thing. Too much of anything is a bad thing, but I love that. Try to see God in others. I And you know what? And for some of us, because we do see the good in people, especially the empaths out there, 
we get we get hurt the most because we see people being good and some people just would rather not. <laughs> but I love that. Thank you for sharing. Authenticating Beauty said this word is also this world is also not our home. If you are a believer, that helps attitude. That's what we talked about too, right? A couple of days ago, this is not our home. This is a temporary dwelling. We are foreigners on this planet occupying these bodies and we will soon go to another place. For most of us, heaven, right? Or eternity, wherever eternity is. I wonder what eternity is called outside of this world. Hmm. <laughs> Ashley said it has to be the universe. Absolutely. Because the it just like bat signals go out. Marjorie says about what you said earlier, I feel that people feel entitled. They think they can do and say anything to others and have no consequences. I love that. Everything has consequences, right? Thank you, Marjorie. Appreciate the comment. Everything we do has consequences, good, bad, or indifferent. It's a ripple effect. What affects one of us affects the gamut. What affects me will affect this person. What, whatever decision you make has a ripple effect. And although at times, um, at times we don't want to think about others, right? At times we want to be super selfish. And there's there's it's a time and a place for everything. I think there is a time and a place to do what you want to do. But you still have to keep in mind that you can't be out there treating people any type of way. You know, and in my personal belief, and again, take this with a grain of salt, this is just me. My personal belief, you get one day a year. You get one day a year where you can do what you want to do. And that is your birthday. You still treat people well, though. Because remember, the thing is, too, with treating people well, is it always comes back to you. Whatever you put out in the universe, whatever we are doing, whatever we are not doing is always going to come back to you. It's always going to circle. So you can go around thinking that the world revolves around you and treating people any type of way and cussing people out and wondering why you can't find no peace. You know, there's always a cause and effect to everything that we do. We have to be very, and always remember, we have to be very careful how we treat one another. Always remember, God don't like people playing with his children. Not his, not his, not his, not his special children. God, I don't play with God's kids. I take what I do very seriously. Because when you play with people, when you deceive people, when you get um, bamboozled, manipulated, taken advantage of, scammed and all that, don't think that because those people got your money or somebody got away with something or he hurt you that they're going to be, they're going to have a happy life. It doesn't work like that. People who do things like they don't ever get rest. That's why the Bible says, let God get our, get his revenge. Don't even worry about it. You know, I was listening to somebody, uh, I forgot who I was listening to. And they were saying how there's a misconception with women where, or people period, right? So say if somebody cheats on you, Say if somebody does does you wrong, a part of it's it is we got to take accountability is our fault, right? Because we stayed, we allowed it. But if somebody is doing you wrong or they've missed, they've they've uh, acted like they were one person and they changed being a narcissist or whatever the case may be, that they they've they've changed over time or they they bamboozled you or they got your money, whatever the case may be, 
a lot of people stick around because they feel like, well, if I let them go, they're going to be better for the next person. No, they won't. They're going to be worse because they're going to know what they got away with with you and what they didn't get away with or whatever the case may be. And they're going to seem better on the outside of the first few whatever for that person, right? If they don't work on themselves, those bad habits are just going to come about. So don't ever stick with someone or hold on to something longer than needed than needed and necessary because you're like, well, if I let this person go, they're going to be great for the next person. No, they won't. <laughs> she going to get the trash person that you just dealt with. She going to get the cheater, the liar. Unless they go to therapy and work on themselves and find the deep rooted issues and why they do what they do, they're not going to be a different person. A new person in a new situation. That's it. So don't worry about the the ex. Don't be on, you know, Facebook looking and lurking or or Instagram looking and lurking and being like, oh my gosh, she's getting everything I got or everything I wanted. No, she's not. She's getting the same pain, same hell. And hopefully, but you know what? Hopefully he did change. Hopefully they did get better. We want to be positive, right? You want them to be better. So we don't want to be bitter. We want them to be better. But nine times out of 10, if they didn't get help, if they didn't seek therapy, if they did not um, realize their old ways were wrong and where they could be better, they get the same person. So never seek revenge, move on. Don't hold on to people thinking that they're going to be better for you or they'll be, if you let them go, they're going to be better for somebody else. Let them be better for somebody else because they were horrible to you. All right. Let's see. So it says a moment to ponder again, you guys make sure you guys get your own copy. The link is down below for a purpose driven life. Go to Brittanythehost.com and enter the free book giveaway. If you want to win a copy tomorrow, but it's only one person that can win. So make sure you, you, you grab yours so you can read this for yourself. So it says, remember we have to have the point to ponder, right? Point to ponder. I plan. I was planned for God's pleasure. Always remember that. The verse to remember, Psalms 149 and 4, the Lord takes pleasure in his people. Question, question to consider, what common task could I start doing if I were doing it directly for Jesus? I love that. What common task could I do or start doing if I were doing, wait, wait, wait. What common task could I start doing as if I were doing it directly for Jesus? Mm. Uh, Friday, tomorrow, we're going to read chapter nine, which says, what makes God smile? May the Lord smile on you. That's going to be very interesting for tomorrow. Let's see. Uh, Elvis says, Amen. God will come to rescue his people. Absolutely. So never seek revenge. Always remember to remember to hold the energy, uh, be responsible for the energy that you bring into the room. Never don't don't think that the world revolves around you. It can at, at moments, right? You can feel like that girl or that man or that woman in those moments. That's okay. You know, you're supposed to you're supposed to feel full of yourself. You're supposed to have confidence. You're supposed to walk in a room and command attention just by your energy, right? All of that is great. Fill your cup up. But when we operate in in the space, that doesn't mean little yourself or shrink yourself to make other people feel good. Not at all. Still be your full authentic self, but always keep people's 
keep keep people in mind. You know, keep be be courteous, be patient. You know, if somebody's doing something, they're taking a long time. If you can't help them, just be patient. You know, there may be a reason there. If there's somebody cut you off in traffic, even though you you want to honk your horn and well, depending on where you live, because in New York, child, they don't even get you a second. They honk their horn at you. But give yourself a breather <laughs> and just remember to try to treat people as you would like to be treated. Let's see. Melanin Honey says, do you feel you can live in a person's karma like the person you you're with? Hmm. God gives you something and takes it away. But since you're with that person, you're in their karma also. That is a very interesting question. I would, I think, I don't know, but I would, I personally think no, but their whatever impacts them can have a ripple effect on your life, right? So say if, Say if you and your husband, say your husband has some karma from like past relationships that he needs to deal with um, or that he say it was a generational curse. It could be passed to your children, I believe. Like say if he was like a real bad man, it could be passed to your children. And I believe that say if something happened to him, it could ripple and have a, a ripple effect on you. But I don't think that we pay. I think we pay for people's karma generationally because that's what the Bible says. The Bible says, hey. Your, your children can be affected and your grandchildren can be affected. Your, your lineage can be affected by your, your decisions and your habits. That's why we need to be as best people as possible. But I don't think if you're with somebody that you get the brunt of the karma, but you can get the residual of what happens to them. Because say if they get into a car accident, now that becomes something you have to deal with. If they you know, if they have issues with a baby mom or an ex-wife, that then becomes your issue. So always remember when we're, when we're dating or we're linking up with people, really watch their lives. I remember I dated this guy years ago, right? I'm just going to be, I'm going to tell this story before we get out of here today. I was dating this guy uh, when I was in Austin. Very cool guy, whatever. Mind you, he lied about what he did. All of, all of this stuff. <laughs> he lied. He told me he was when I, we met. He told me he was in real estate. He had these projects. Oh, child, found out a lie, 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 warrior, right? Lie, lie, lie. Um, what ended up happening is he was having all these financial issues, going to court, fighting for his child. Supposedly, I don't know. Um, then he was about to get evicted, and he had all these issues. And I started noticing, and then one day. Did he ask to borrow money? I think he did. I think he did. This is the first and last time I ever gave a man money. First and last time. I knew better, but I cared, right? That's not our... Ladies, his issues are not your issues. His issues are not your issues. Men, her issues are not your issues. If Unless you have it. Just saying. I didn't have it at the time, but I gave. I gave him like $400. And I knew... Because I'm the person... I'm the type of person, if I give you something... I'm not about to hound you down to get it back. So I knew once I gave it to him, I wasn't going to see that money no more. So I can, I do think that depending on the person, their problems can trickle over to your life if you allow it. Um, you know, if they're having financial issues, that definitely can be a ripple effect on you. 
If they are emotionally unstable, that definitely can have effect on you. But y'all let me know. Let me know what y'all think. Um, It definitely can be passed down through generations, but it can have a ripple effect. I don't think necessarily like you inherit their karma. I don't think that that happens. I think that the way the universe is set up, everybody's karma bank is is, is to them like kind of like how you have a social security number. I think you have a karma number. <laughs> this is just me. I don't know. I don't know. But I think you have a karma number where your karma is stored up just for you because I have a. I feel like I have a lot of great karma. I feel like, and then also watch this, y'all. If something bad keeps happening to people, like if you know somebody, a friend, a relative, uh, an acquaintance, an ex, a boyfriend, whatever. If if just it's negative on top of negative on top of negative on top of negative. That's a bad karma person. I believe that person is filled with negative energy and bad karma. If you're a part of my morning motive, I mean, excuse me, if you're a part of my Patreon, if you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. That was one example for my Patreon. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. That was one example. I believe if a person is constantly, this happens to them and this happens to them and this happens to them. First, it's the car, then the house, then the that could be a person that has stored up a lot of bad karma or just random things just happened to them or they lost this or this happened. Watch people, watch what goes on in people's lives. Most of the time, if you have good karma, you're going to go through things, right? Everything in life isn't going to be peaches and cream, but for the most part, good things are going to happen to you. It, always expect good things to happen to you if you're a good person because you put out good karma, your karma bank. Your karma credit score is great. But if negative things just keep happening and happening and happening and happening and happening. Something going on. Something is going on. Okay. (laughs) Shador says to Melanin, honey, I believe that. I told my, I told someone before that something crazy was going to happen to me because the way that they were living. Mm. But you know, I really think it's just a ripple effect. This is my personal opinion. And I, I love that you guys have a different perspective. Maybe that is true. I haven't experienced that. I haven't experienced that. But I do believe the things that um, that they store and the energy that they hold, energy is, is, is a magnet, right? Ener- even negative energy. And negative energy is more infectious than positive energy. So that is something to keep, consider and keep in mind. So always, so that's something that I highly recommend people just kind of think about and consider. What energy does that person have? What do they, what do they exude? What type of, that's why it's very important to be careful who you link with. Be very, it's very important to ask questions while you're dating about that person's past. Find out about their family, what's going on with them, how their parents operate. You know, always be a little suspicious when people just just pay attention because if you link up with them what happens to them will ripple effect on you i personally believe that um but y'all stick around for the patreon we're going to talk about generational curses over there make sure you subscribe to the patreon do not forget to give this video a thumbs up do not forget to subscribe to this channel um oh we have a course ebook great things dropping on august 24th very excited about this. This is going to be some game changing stuff. Very excited. Um, I'm just excited. My birthday's next week. I hope you guys are, I hope you guys are just 
filled with all types of great energy, positive vibes. Let me know in the comments. Uh, I appreciate you guys for rocking with me. I did post a Patreon last night, so you guys go check that out for those who missed that. Make sure uh, you guys are just putting out good energy. Man, make sure your energy is good because it is going to come around tenfold. And remember that everything we do is a part of our worship to God. So how we live our lives, how we treat one another, how we what we do, what we say, all goes back to all goes back to praise and worship God. We're praise and worshiping God. Last comment of the day says, L, L, hey, L girl. I have a friend that has been going through it ever since. She's been with her boyfriend. A lot of things in her life have been de- on the decline. She knows it and is trying to break away from that relationship. My question is, why do people try to break away from a relationship? Can't you just say, hey, I don't want to be with you no more? Just a qu- just curious. I know it's it's not always easy, but if you're not married, you can end it. Um, mm, So maybe y'all are right. Maybe that's something I've never experienced. Maybe y'all are right. They live together. She can still break up with them. They just going to have to, you know. If you follow my Patreon, if you know, you know. <laughs> I was going to say, y'all better be on the page. If y'all ain't on Patreon, y'all missing out. If y'all are not subscribed to my Patreon, y'all are missing out. But I understand. Absolutely. It may, it may be. But you can still... And and I give and I give advice on this on my Patreon. So if you are on my Patreon, you saw last night's episode. If you know, you know. I give advice on this. Um, but if 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 you link with somebody and your life is on a decline, run. Get out of there. Get out. Remember that movie? Get out. Get out. I hope I hope it works out for her. But maybe y'all are right. Maybe you can get that person's karma. You know what? Maybe y'all are right. Maybe y'all are right. My super chat isn't working. I don't know why I can't send one through. Oh, well, no worries. I appreciate it, Percy. Um, Let me see if I can. If y'all want to. There's the cash app. <laughs> should I just should just post that every day. There's the cash app. If you're feeling inclined, I really appreciate all the love, support and all of that. I don't know why that's not working. Um. I'll go in the back end. Thank you for letting me know. But I love you guys. I hope you guys have a beautiful and blessed day. Happy Thursday. We are getting closer to the weekend. I'm super just excited to for another week or another day with you guys. But thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful blessed day. And I will catch you guys in my next video. Bye, y'all.